This show is part of the Pika Science Podcast, studying the intersection of video games and science. Hey everyone, welcome to February 2024. Look at that, another month older, another month wiser. Uh, so this month we wanted to do something special to kind of give thanks to everyone who's stuck with us and who's showing their support. So all of our Monday releases this month are going to be live episodes. Uh, three of them are from conventions. And we also are going to release three special episodes the last week of February that are all from live events that we will be holding throughout February. So on Sunday, February 18th, we're going to have a live uh, Through the Ultra Wormhole event on our YouTube channel, which we will be posting links for later. On uh, Friday, February 23rd, we are going to also have a live Lila's Lessons event. So we'll be releasing that link uh, later as well. That will be on our YouTube. And then our special event is going to be on Pokemon Day, Tuesday, February 27th. We're going to have a live Q&A. So you can check the episode description here or any other episode descriptions we have for the entire month and submit your questions. We're going to take those questions all the way up until the 23rd. So send in your best Pokemon related questions and we will answer them live on air. You also are welcome to show up and interact with us at all of the events and ask your questions live. Uh, that said, we have one other thing to announce on February 15th. Yes, Gatlin's. We are holding a live Pictionary Night in our Discord server, so all you gotta do is join in. Again, thank you, Jillian, for updating our Discord. It's so much easier to navigate. I apologize for not understanding Discord well when we set this up. So uh, we will have uh, the full schedule posted on our Twitter, on Facebook, and as well in our Discord, so you can check it out there. And I just want to say thank you, everyone, and. We couldn't have done this without you. So, love you all. Uh, all right. Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our fourth and final panel of the day, Caffeine. Uh, thank you, all things holy and caffeine. All right, we are three. They are so tired right now. They are. I'm not. I'm doing great. I'm going to have more caffeine here in a minute. Uh, we are three of the 11 uh, cast members here at. Uh, Pika Science, Focus Science Podcast channel. Uh, can, I, can I thank you so I don't have to ruin my throat shouting as loud as I can. Uh, so here are three of the 11 cast members of Pika Science, Focus Science. I'll borrow it in a second, hold on. Uh, so if you've never seen our show, uh, we are a podcast. Uh, this is year six. I'm looking at her like she should know the answer, but I'm the one that started this, so I should know the answer, but I don't know the answer. I think it's year six here. Uh, our show a little bit, we look at the intersection of video games and science, uh, the tagline here. We have seven, seven different shows in our uh, podcast channel here, ranging from everything from multiple Pokemon shows, including a family-friendly show about conservation and adaptations from this lovely person, Lila, here, uh, including all things Pokemon and science, uh, currently under the direction of this friend here, Brittany. Hello. Uh, and everything from Dungeons and Dragons to all sorts of ecology and different video games. I think we did one on uh, League of Legends recently. That's what she forgot. Like, we have economics. We do have an economics show. It's really good. It's a really good show. So uh, if you ever get a chance to check it out, I, in fact, we're going to show you where you can check us out right now. All right. 
you can check us out right there. If you want to hit scan that QR code, send a picture, send a message, show us that you are here in this panel and you are entered for a prize. I think I have one left and only one left. Well, we had a lot of prizes this morning. Uh, Lila decided in our first two panels here that she was going to give them all away, so we lost all of our prizes except for like one or two uh, by the end of our second out of four it's panels. Right. She was excited. She wanted everyone to be involved. It says the QR code is disabled. Oh, no. no one has said that to us all day. For the Twitter one, at least. <laughs> I tried to use oh, the Twitter. You still have to <coughs> hmm? Twitter up there. The Twitter's still active. Oh. Well, it doesn't work. Uh, so you can search it. If you search uh, Pika Science, it should come up, too. Yeah. Yeah, you can search. Oh, you know what? I think it's because of the name change. Does oh. the name. That's probably what happened. Facebook doesn't work either. I had three people follow us today. What is going on? No one has said anything all day. All day. It's probably me and my computer that I, like, probably is. around eight times. She copied this from my slide, and no one has said that all day. Look at that, they found it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, introductions here really quick before we talk about healthcare and medicine. Uh, I am Madison, uh, she, her, Brittany, oh, sorry. Go ahead, you go first. Brittany, also she, her. I'm she, her. So we're here to talk about healthcare. Yes. And Pokemon. Also Pokemon. But healthcare. All right. <laughs> So, I hope that you're ready to just be a little bit upsetty spaghetti about some things. But then we'll talk about Pokemon more. I'm going to be upset about a lot more than some No, I've been a registered nurse for nine years now, and I've been in emergency medicine for six, I think. Um, I also have a degree in psychology, which I'm not really sure where I, why I picked that up there. And I'm going for my master's degree in forensic nursing right now, so hopefully I have enough information in my brain to share with you. Can you answer any questions? You think this panel's depressing? I have an economics panel we did at Colossal Con two years ago. Yeah. That is why you could not afford to be a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh no, you cannot. <laughs> Why are you buying all those Pokemon? Uh, well, Sarah's was there. It was a good one. All right, go ahead. Okay, so we're going to start off with why your Pokies had their visits are free. So... <laughs> This game is obviously a Japanese original game, so I'm thinking that it's definitely based off of not America's healthcare system. No. <laughs> um, so a lot of you know countries have universal healthcare that are not us. Um, but even if you were here in the U.S., if it was an emergency situation, which if all your Pokemon have fainted or if you had fainted, would obviously constitute a medical emergency. You could be seen. You're gonna get charged for it, but you don't gotta pay it then. Okay, so universal healthcare. Map in the background, all your green's gonna be your universal healthcare countries. Um, so no system actually covers everything. So it sounds better than it is, but it's still better than here. Um, there's always like core benefits that are covered in within universal healthcare. It's are usually you sure like everything is better than here. Not everything. There's there are worse places, ma'am. Um, <laughs> she's ten. She's the <laughs> But uh, so when you're having like I said, no country covers everything. Most of them have core benefits that are always included, no matter where you're gonna go. It's gonna include like emergency surgeries, uh, your physicals for the year, um, preventative care, which a lot of other countries are huge on preventative care, so 
they actually don't end up in the predicament that a lot of people here in the US do because we focus mainly on curating, curing things like after you have them. You mean that when we pay for things to prevent them in advance, we end up saving money? Absolutely, yes you do. <laughs> who, I don't know who'd have thought that, but the way the healthcare system is set up here, uh, it benefits the insurance companies to not provide you preventative care. So why is it free then for people who live there? So they're actually all different. Everyone thinks, I feel like most people I talk to at least think that universal healthcare is kind of one continuum. It's not. Every country is going to be different. Um, there are single payer insurance countries. Uh, Canada and the UK are two of them. And so if it's universal, how much do you have to pay for it? That also depends on what country you live in. So there's, uni there's uh, one party systems which are going to be one insurance provider is paying all of the doctors, hospitals in the country. Canada and UK are both countries that have that kind of system. Um, a lot of people are also under the belief that when you have universal health care, it's a government-funded insurance plan. Um, different countries, some do have a government-funded insurance plan, but there are also several that have um, private, like it's, it's still a private separate entity from the government. It's just paid by the government. And then there are multi-party systems. Uh, Japan is one of them. So Japan has multiple systems. So you'll, there's like employee-based coverage that you would be put under, or if you're unemployed, depending on age, would be a different kind of insurance agency, but it's all 70% paid for by the government. So in Japan, you're usually about 30% copay is what you're gonna be paying there. So a lot of people in Japan actually do have a private secondary insurance, even though there's the universal coverage to cover the rest of what's kind of left over. Um, and then Canada is kind of the trash end when it comes to universal healthcare. Hey, you take it back, we're Canadians. Okay, but do you have a their universal healthcare? No, we live here. Yeah, exactly. So Canada is only covering like that basic core stuff that I talked about. Dental, vision, prescription, none of that's covered. So Canadians also usually have a supplemental. So it's still universal, but you have to pay more than you would in other countries. No, they, they still pay significantly less than we do because uh, still there's still a portion of it that's paid from for by the government. And the fact that they have all those preventative screenings and stuff helps in the long run, keeping you out of the hospital. Also, she turns it off. Why should you do that? I don't know. Also, the good maple syrup. Uh, probably, you know, causes better health ailments, eh? Uh, because we, got, we, got, we have trash, we got trash syrup down here. Yeah, that's we do. That's, that's gotta be what it is. Um, England, though, they cover pretty much everything besides prescriptions, and then you only have a copay. It's like a 12 pound copay for all of their prescriptions. And they also have the highest, uh, feelings of positivity towards their healthcare system. So England's pretty much the highest out of all like universal healthcare systems. Uh, Canada's the lowest, they're somewhere in the mid thirties, but they're still doing better than us. I think 
Last time I checked, it was like 28% positivity rate with the healthcare system in the US. And like I said, if you're not being covered by that universal health care, if you show up at the ER, there's an EMTALA law. So it's the Emergency, the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act, and that pretty much means that if someone comes in for an emergency situation, and even if they sign in and you don't, the person signing in doesn't necessarily think that it's an emergency situation, a doctor or mid-level provider has to see them and medically screen them. And treat them. So you actually can't be asked for your insurance information prior to a doctor seeing you. I know I've seen people do that in hospitals, but that's actually not allowed because we're, we have to treat you no matter what. And there's the fact that there could be a bias if we know that you don't have insurance or a job or anything like that. Can you imagine if Chansey asked you for your insurance when you walked in? <laughs> or Nurse Joy said, Sorry, Ash, can't see you today. Yeah, so you'd still be treated. And what I'm thinking is, Ash's mom's probably got a lot of bills coming in the mail <laughs> from all those movie center visits. I'm sorry, where's your insurance come? Wait, is that why we send our money home to mom to pay those health care? Yeah, that's costs? probably what it is, actually. I mean, for sure, she's getting them. I got, I got three people who got that reference to Pokemon games and two people gave me your books. <laughs> Some gold and silver. You send your money back to your mom, and she always calls you and says, "Hey, honey, have your money. It's doing great." Yeah, it's doing great. Right back in the hands of <laughs> I bought myself some the pokey nice. center. That's how they nice. keep themselves running. So, if your pokey centers are free, then why do we pay for potions? Um, like <coughs> you mentioned, a lot of the universal healthcare plans do have some sort of payment that's due for prescription drugs that are not given in the hospital. So if you're running off of a universal system like that, you're still going to pay a portion. I'm thinking that's what it's got to be based off of because when you're playing into Pokemon games, your potions always cost the same amount of money no matter where you go. So I'm thinking it has to be pretty standardized from a universal healthcare system because ours is um, not great. Uh, so, I don't know if any of you know this, but we're the only country that the government doesn't have any involvement in setting caps on our uh, pharmaceutical prices. So Wait a minute, I heard on Fox News that there's socialism in our country, and the government did do that. Okay, they did. They passed a law, Biden signed a law last year, but that was actually only for Medicare patients. And the top five biggest pharmaceutical companies in the U.S. are actually suing the U.S. government right now for violations of their First and Eighth Amendment rights to free speech and, and what was it? I made a note of this one because I can never remember the second. So if they are Pokemon... Oh, what did I do? Wait, here, go back, watch, watch. I'll show you, I did it earlier. Nope, you're going the wrong way. Give me your... That's why I was just gonna do it. Sneak peeks at the show. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not allowed to touch it. Well, no, but I'm gonna show you because earlier we figured it out. Like, Yay! So you have to go right here. Inside it. I got you. Okay, inside. So you know there are Pokemon hospitals, but there are, are there still human hospitals in Pokemon? Eighth Amendment. Uh, uh, excessive. Oh. 
Eighth Amendment against excessive fines, like we're not being excessively fined by their high prices every day. Wait, so where are the human hospitals? You know what? Humans don't get hurt in Pokemon Sorrels. <laughs> yeah, no, there are. <laughs> but yeah, no, so that actually was that. It was actually like a revision, but Biden signed that last year in 2022. A uh, bunch of big pharmaceutical companies are actually banded together and are. Like I said, attempting to take on the U.S. government. It's like the one time they're friends. Yeah, it's it kind of sucks for us because we're kind of like the guinea pig in all of medicine because a lot of advancements in medication are actually happening here in the U.S. And that's because people in the U.S. working with medications, working with healthcare, have more money because we pay more. So that's why they're like. I, I know this one too. Yeah. We also have the National Health Institute. So be, be, our, a lot of our tax funding and re government research does end up going into pharmaceuticals and medicines yeah. too. Yeah, but I mean, just like, not anything that we... We don't end up seeing the benefits. See the benefits of, the corporations see the benefits of the, the essentially, like, like we look at like the COVID vaccine where, it, you know, government funding, mm -hmm. but now we're at the point where that subsidy that was extended to us for three years is no longer extended. So now, you know, we have to pay full price, even though our tax dollars paid for the research. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit different. Too. We're kind of, yeah, for most things, like U.S. is always like, we're top of the leaderboard. For the cunt for the business. For the yeah. But like top of the board for, you know, medical innovations, but that's why. And a lot of insurance companies, a lot of health care industries, pharmaceutical companies, don't want there to be universal health care. They don't want there to be those caps on drug prices because then they're not going to be able to continue the research. They're not going to be able to make their money. So we're, like I said, we're, we kind of pay for everyone else to figure out all, all of these medical advances and then they get them with their universal health care. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to actually talk about some Pokemon here. And what's going to happen to your Pokemon when they're in battle? When they get hurt. When they're getting hurt. So, your Pokemon is fighting until either you win or they faint. So, that'd kind of be like a shock type situation. Uh, shock has like low blood pressure, shallow breathing, cool, clammy skin, rapid weak pulse, uh, weakness, fainting. But there are also different kinds of shock, so depending on what kind of injury that you had, you're gonna see these different types of shock. First would be cardiogenic. That's what's gonna happen when your heart can't pump enough blood to the brain and other vital organs. So this, I have uh, Lucario here with like a like showing his punch, because if you were to get punched in the chest, so that could cause cardiogenic shock. Go back a little. Yeah. Sorry, it was too hard to see your slides, so I was trying to have yeah, her turn it down a little it. bit. Yeah, but now it, it, you went too far, and now you went too far right again. There, there, stop. Right there. I'm not hitting anything. Oh, that's what I was doing earlier, and you got mad at me. <laughs> see, I wasn't doing anything wrong. We're having a dark time, I guess. <laughs> so, it could be from an actual physical injury to the chest, um, 
like getting punched in the chest, getting, you know, slammed in the chest, but it can also come from an infection to the heart. You mean a heartbreak? That actually is a completely different thing. <laughs> You can actually get a hole in your heart. You can get a hole in your heart, but you can also, there's actually- happened to the Grinch? No. <laughs> but there actually is a syndrome, like a broken heart syndrome that actually, when people go through intense emotional stress, can cause them to have a heart attack. So hypovolemic shock would be your severe blood or fluid loss. Makes the body unable to pump blood to all of your vital organs. So, Ursa in here, any of your Pokemon that are doing slashing, biting, chomping, that would cause open wounds, lose all that blood. So don't fight Ursa. <laughs> Probably not. Or Snorlax. What about Ursa Luna? You don't even know that one yet, do you? No. <laughs> all right, neurogenic shock is one that is going to be happen from any injury to your spinal cord, especially in your C spine, which is the neck. It's your neck area. So you have your uh, cervical thoracic lumbar. Anything up in your neck, no good, because that's when you're going to see your paralysis, and that's also when you're going to see your neurogenic shock. Because if it's high enough, um, your brainstem is actually what controls all of the things that make you alive. So temperature, heart rate, blood pressure, all that is actually controlled down in your brainstem. Two other kinds of shock that I'm thinking, your Pokemon are probably not gonna see as often. Septic shock is actually the most common wait, kind of shock. Wait, wait, when they fight muck, I know. It's, I, we think too. Though, I was like, all that, like breathing happens, and all that. What happens when you fight Garbodor? That, that's Galarian wheezing, though, which cleans the air. So. I don't know, man. That looks poisonous. No, I liked it better. <laughs> yes, I know, but the technical Pokedex entry of it says that it's cleaning the air, and that's what coming. That's what coming in. Uh, that's oh, I'm gonna say that's wrong. That's Doug Dimido over the in ways that you would make more sense. Yeah. But color in ways that you like But like I said, your Pokemon probably are not going to see a septic shock regardless. It's caused by bacterial infection. I mean, that poison and stuff like, probably not necessarily going to cause a bacterial infection. It is actually the most common type of shock that we see though in human beings. Uh, so well, what's up? When you consider like a poison status that's what I was saying. That's why I was thinking like a poison type Pokemon would probably be more on guard, but also your poisons, a lot of the poison type Pokemon are, you know, things like snakes and spiders and stuff that would be venomous and could be treated with like an anti-venom, which wouldn't necessarily be, you know, your bacterial type and head of ourselves. shock. And then anaphylactic shock, and that occurs with severe. My Pikachu is allergic to peanuts. Allergic reaction. I'm allergic to pea venom. Can you imagine if Pikachu was like allergic to like water moves you to carry an EpiPen? I know, but I was thinking the only thing that I could kind of see fitting that type of shock into with Pokemon was, you know, you have your 
weaknesses. Super effective. So, and you're super effective, so it's like your super effective move, something that the Pokemon has a weakness allergic to, possibly? Yeah, but I mean, there. That would actually kind of work, though. I mean. Could it? Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, yeah genetically it could, because there's. We will have to ask the geneticist who works on our cats. Hey, what's up? Uh, well, since, uh, since like, most dogs are allergic to like, chocolate stuff, would it be like the same as that? Look, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. definitely things that are allergic, or is it because of. Poison because they can't, they can't. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's poison. Yeah, no, it's poison. But still, there's there are the, the way like the way like uh, with like apples. But there are different things that like infections that like your dog can get that you can't get. So is it a species wide type deal too? Yes. Still something that your body doesn't like. <laughs> Causes extreme distress. Your Pokemon got food poisoning. <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about some burns. Yeah. So obviously there's a ton of fire type Pokemon and okay. when you're playing games, watching anime, this whole Pokemon's getting covered with flame. And burns are extremely dangerous and extremely painful and they're not easy to recover from. In the game, you're gonna get a burn heal and everything's gonna be all good. In a real person, there is this thing in emergency medicine called the rule of nine. So each section of your body is 9%. Your head's 9%. The front of your torso is 9%. Your back's 9%. Huh. No, good, thank you. Um, for some reason, each of your legs is 18%, but we're keeping with the nine theme there. And then your genitals are 1%. So they only count for 1% of your body, apparently. So, Another thing is people think of burns as fire, obviously. There's a lot of different burns that you can get. You can get burns from electricity on your skin and inside your organs if you get an electric shock. Your organs can... Ice? Yeah. That's what I was yeah. Yep. We should have sat up here. What's up? No, I'm going to just Um, And there's also chemical burns. So if someone's working with corrosive chemicals and spills them on their skin, it's still gonna be a burn. When you fight muck. <laughs> muck, it, muck's causing all the problems with your health. <laughs> it's all muck's fault. <laughs> but there's also different degrees of burns. Like obviously a first degree burn is just the first layer of your skin. Don't only need to be seen by a doctor. You're not gonna see, um, with blisters, not gonna have blisters. Yeah, yeah. second degree is where you're gonna start seeing blisters. It's the kind of the lower layers of your skin uh, can leave scars. Third degree is where things start getting really dangerous because that's gonna be all the layers of your skin down to like your hair follicles, you know, and your sweat glands. Uh, fourth is down to like your fat layer and fifth degree burns are the worst kind. They're all the way down to your muscles. Yeah, um, so the rule of nine actually exists because your skin is what keeps all of the fluid inside your body. So when you have a large portion of your skin burned off, you're losing a lot of fluid. So it's... Huh. Okay, <coughs> um, I don't have that much more. I only have one. <coughs> I wasn't sure, so I'm let you know what time I was, sorry. Um, I was sorry. It's okay. Yeah, what's up? 
Are you even sure Pokemon even have like different like types of layers of skin? Like we don't even know like what the Well Snorlax does because we talked about his adaptations earlier. Yeah, and I, he's got a lot of fat tissues. Um <laughs> oh, too. So I mean, a lot of them are gonna be a lot of Pokemon are based off of animals. And a lot of like your animals are gonna have still have skin layers. They're still gonna have that skin, they're still gonna have What about monk? <laughs> Listen, Muck is more, could just causes problems. Shane's my new best friend. I call it. Maybe best Muck friend. is all skin. It's just the entirety of him. He's just a big pile of skin. So that's weird. That's weird. Well, but you made me think of it, so I had to make you think of it too. <laughs> it's like that scene, I never see that movie. There's a Ricky Gervais movie, The Invention of Lying. No. And he creates heaven and he's explaining to people and he's like, it's the best place ever, and it's any ice cream flavor you can imagine. And uh, Eric Andre's in it, and he goes, I just imagined diarrhea ice cream. I don't want that. Oh, no. <laughs> Not what you can imagine right now, but I just saw it. It's great. Oh, Sorry. gosh. Now I'm thinking about that. Why'd you, why'd you see that? No one wanted to think about that. God, I'm already talking about <laughs> your skin being burned out. I think neither of us have had enough sleep today. Oh. Throw in some electrocution. Um, like I said, electrocution can cause burns, not only to your skin, but to your internal organs. Electrocution is also very dangerous because it can cause your heart to stop or go into an abnormal rhythm. Is that bad? It, it tends to be bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, like, I think Ash really must be a superhero. Oh, he yeah. is. He's gotten shocked by death <laughs> so many times. What's up, Lila? Ash has gotten bullied like that so many times. Uh, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> actually a superhero, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I think Ash is James Hollett. He's immortal. Yeah, he's he's immortal. He's James Hollett. He's Logan. He's Wolverine. For, for like seven yeah. years. Maybe he's maybe he died. Yeah, no. All right, <laughs> moving on to other great no, stuff that is not electrocution. All right. We have poisons and antivenoms. So in the game, you have one antidote for all of your poisoning. In the real world, 100% not true. Pretty much every species that has a strong enough venom to cause harm or possibly kill you has had its own venom. There are around like 49 different types of antivenoms around the world. Um, not all of them would be available here because we don't have every type of venomous. Go ahead, and there. Oh, snake. Yeah, go ahead. Ant, scorpion, or not ants, spider, scorpion. So actually, we have a shout out to Matt at Toledo Zoo again, my favorite person today that we're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> Lila and I have gotten to have a backstage tour, and they do uh, their herpetology department. Love zoos, Toledo Zoo, small little gem, you know, you get a chance to check it out. Their herpetology department, they do a lot of anti-venom production because yeah. uh, they have one of the largest collections in the country of venomous uh, reptiles. Yeah. Uh, and they have the most unique species of any zoo in the country, meaning that no other zoo has that species available in the country. So they actually are responsible for anti-venom production that ends up being shipped across the country uh, we've gotten to see how they make it, as well as like the cooler they keep it in. Yeah. And he told us, he was telling us the first time you were there about, uh, he showed us to you and me, Sarah, too, right? He was showing us about uh, that they've had to ship stuff, like rush ship it to other parts of the country, like because of, you know, 
interactions. Yeah, that actually happens too because antivenom's so expensive to produce that every corner of the United States isn't going to have that antivenom. Like she said, the Toledo Zoo probably has a bunch of them and has to immediately ship it to where <laughs> because, like I said, it doesn't last long. It has to be refrigerated and it's super expensive. Sorry. But not Pokemon. You just you just gotta have one. You can pick it up at the corner store. Another thing I want to talk about really quick, PTSD. Um, not, only, not only your Pokemon would have it, Ash would have it. Yeah, Ash would definitely imagine, have it. Can you imagine, though, like, having your dog and watching your dog fight other dogs every day? Every day, and then <laughs> to the point of passing out. Yeah. So PTSD, a lot of people think of war and veterans, but any like, situation that somebody is in that um, they are in, you know, harm themselves, or even if they witness harm to somebody else can cause PTSD. Um, things like flashbacks. So can you imagine your poor little Pokemon in their Pokeballs? <laughs> oh gosh, just flashbacks all the time. Um, it causes a lot of anxiety, depression. There's a lot of substance abuse that's seen with uh, PTSD. Um, and then it can also do like fight, flight, or freeze kind of reflex with PTSD when you're triggered by whatever, you know, uh, is causing your PTSD. What's up, Lila? So would that mean your, your Pokemon, your partner, is going to get close? If you've been fighting for, for, for like a day, does that mean they would get it within like a day? Not necessarily. Not every person is going to react the same way to a situation. Um, and it also depends on I mean, you get that Pokemon, they're level one. Are they young? Do they not, you know, at this time, realize the danger that they're in the first couple times it's happening? Yeah. May I add, like, if they're still, like, super young, it's kind of, you warm us up that we're just having the Pokemon fight. Right, like, yeah. Like, no, it really is. Some babies, come on, people. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, they might be so young that they don't realize the first couple times that it's wrong or that they're in danger. Yeah. Kid. Trainers and Pokemon get PTSD or just the trainers? No, they both good. Yeah, absolutely. It's, because it's, it's like I said, it can be perceived, or it can be an actual danger to your body, or it can be a danger like well, witnessing it I mean, happening to somebody else. Some of the death entries, we know they're intelligent enough that they should, I mean, in theory, then they would have traumatic responses to traumatic events. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, yeah. And just even like think topic, of, I know, well, just even think about, um, I know, like, if you see like dogs that were in fighting rings, like the state that they're in afterwards, and it takes a lot of nurturing and care and, you know, someone that's going to be very patient and be able to work through <coughs> that trauma that they've had, kind of be like the same type of ordeal with your Pokemon. Last thing I wanted to touch on was it's traditional a medicine. Plant. It's a glowing plant. <laughs> so Herba Mystica, I mean, you're getting these plants and they're making the Pokemon better. Um, obviously I'm a nurse, so I know that there's some things that you need pharmaceutical medicine for, but there are a lot of things that you can have at home that are actually plants or supplements that are actually super helpful. Okay. You know, man, if it grows in the ground, it can't be bad for me. That's I mean, what about opium? If you want plant the ground, do not eat it. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> my, my grandma started this thing when I was Milo's age, uh, younger than Milo, actually, when I was Haley's, my other daughter, who's five, when I was younger than Haley, that when you were sick, it was like, I want you to feel relaxed and happy. And, and so, yeah, like her, her idea was like ginger ale and powdered donuts. So, uh, it, did it make you feel better? <laughs> yeah, but that's all that matters. <laughs> when she feels sick, I buy her donuts. Like, like, like Sarah, I can tell you that. Like, it has become a tradition where my kids now both are like. We always have mini powdered donuts in our cabinet in case one of us gets sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I said. If it makes you feel better, then. Well, and it's that mental aspect too. Yeah. You know, psychosomatic issues dealing with healthcare. That uh, you know, I mean, I know you know this that with research has shown time and time again that happier patients have much better healing outcomes, um, and, and you know, patients who try to take care of themselves also. Yeah, and like I said, echinacea. There's research that shows that it could be helpful with you know your immune system, but also I take it every time I get a cold and I. It's probably just my brain making me think I feel better. All so right. I, I think we gotta do this really quick though, because we don't get to have this opportunity a lot. And I'm gonna have Sarah, Sarah Love, Love can you have the lights here? Because we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, but I do wanna do this really quick. While we are here, is there any Pokemon healthcare related questions? Oh, yes. Really quick before we, uh, I do have a hand back there, yeah. Okay, so. So, sorry, yeah, it's sorry. a shock. So, <laughs> so, since quite a few of Pokemon are toxic, does that mean that there are almost a thousand different variations? Or, or is toxic just being stomach final? Because they can all learn it and they just... Also, we were talking about a really cool animal earlier that actually uh, digests animals and uses their poison. We did talk about nudibranches earlier. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they're all just kind of passing around the same poison. Ooh, it's like a disease. Yeah, but it's <laughs> to infect other people. They're zombies. It's, it's actually a, a zombie problem now. Well, <laughs> it's a Matchbox 20 song. Steel types that don't have some. Yeah. Alright, we're gonna take two last questions here quick and then we're gonna wrap up because we know we gotta get out of here. Hi, so this is Hi. Like healthcare related. Sure. It's just a playing out question about Pokemon. Since Pokemon are like the animals of that world, sort of. Does, does that mean either one, everyone's vegan, or two, no. no they eat the Pokemon. So Pokedex entries have been very clear since day one that Pokemon are eaten. Uh, in the new game, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, you can buy food made out of Pokemon. You can actually buy cloth crab sticks. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, And in a lot of the early comics, they had Pokemon eaten and talked about recipes and stuff, too. This is my last question, and then we got to get out of here because we got other people who need to do the, be in here. What do you got? Loving the classes. Can Pokemon die from different health diseases? So it, it, I would assume so. Um, so the issue we and we talked about this week when we did our ghost episode in October, which by the way, check it out again. Like po podcast feeds full of stuff. Uh, we did a whole episode on ghosts, and it, you, we, you and I talked in depth about like are ghost Pokemon actually living or not? Yeah, or are they like reincarnations? Was, of it, was other it? Who was with us? Was it Chelsea? Was with us? It was Chelsea. So one of our one of the biologists on our staff, and we were trying to debate. Is Did it? you decide? Oh, we have no answer. Uh, we're not. We're not sure. Uh, so, but that's what, so that's what I'm trying to get to. She said, "Can they die?" So the oh, answer is, they, yeah, I understand, but the question is, then can Pokemon actually die? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's a whole bunch of 
But 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 yeah, but there's so many different types of ghost type Pokemon. Are they like reincarnated as a ghost type Pokemon? Is it another metamorphosis? Or is it another metaphysical thing? It's like that we don't understand. There's a Pokemon in Sun and Moon that. So that said, if you yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is it is it? All right. So with with diseases, the answer to diseases is maybe yes, maybe no. Do you think they have diseases? Probably. Probably, yeah. And There's an anime episode where Pikachu gets a cold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that said, I thank you all for coming. If you have any other questions, you can email us, shoot it at the podcast, you can send it to Twitter, uh, you can send us an email, we will answer it. You can send it on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you find us. Uh, you can take our, we'll take your question later, but we do get to pick up because I know there's another panel coming. Thank you. Thank you.